and basically cast Knights of the Round like between eight and 20 times or something. Yeah. And Knights <laughs> of the Round at the time took about five minutes to cast because yeah. you would watch all the guys like do the attack, right? He cast it. Yeah, he cast it. We walked away, went to Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell came back. <laughs> the, the attack round was still running and then we still didn't beat Emerald Weapon. Alright, welcome to Rated NA, the podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. This is episode number 353, and I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Scott. And I'm Ash. And I'm Day. Hey! <laughs> hey, Day. Yeah. Did, I, did I get it right? Did I do it right? You did it right. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So this is actually, I think, your, your third or fourth time on. I think the only times you've been on, I think I had you on Comic-Con a bunch. Like, every year that I go to Comic-Con, we talk comic-con i think so yes packs i I crashed a packs episode that's right you can't get rid of me i know (laughs) yeah you were in our packs hotel cast (laughs) yeah (laughs) which was those are always fun it's so weird to like think that that might like packs might not happen this year which is such a surreal (gasps) thought and they, they emailed didn't they but did they say whether they were backing out or not uh, I don't think they really know at this point. I think wishful yeah. thinking. They think it's gonna the show's gonna continue, but I I don't know. I can't really see. Yeah, is it, happening. Is it too too soon? Too soon to know? Yeah, by August. <clears throat> it does. Um, I I said this before, but it does feel like Pax of all places is a place where you already would be prepared, or I guess, or not prepared, mm. because like all of the all of the prep that we do for Pax as far as our tips and everything are really centered around the same stuff that everybody, everybody needs to be doing right now. Right. Right. Take a shower, wash your hands, wear a deodorant, hand sanitizer. Right. I agree with you. But then I also think like, is anybody going to be ready to stand like shoulder to shoulder with 80,000 other people in an enclosed, like I can't like, there's no mask in existence that I'm going to be like, this is the thing I can wear and I'll feel totally okay about it. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a little while. I'm weirded out just living here in New York and thinking about like getting on the train and going to work soon. Like Mm. not soon, but you know, whatever soon ish might be. Yeah. It's very crazy. It's a, it's a strange time. Um, Yeah. So day for our listeners that may not know you, can you tell them who you are? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hello, everybody listening. My name is Diane Hutton. I'm an actor. I am a streamer. I am now a podcaster. Nice. Yay. Uh, Yay. Uh, I'm just an all-around professional nerd. You Yay. Know? That's awesome. I've been listening to your show. It's super good. Oh, I, I really like it. So- Oh, yeah. it means a lot. <laughs> no, it, uh, trust me. I, when anyone ever says they listen to our show, I'm like, really? <laughs> even, <laughs> even after a decade, I get very excited. Um, let's uh, do it before we get started. Scott, why don't you do your rundown, man? The rundown. Oh, my gosh. I uh, <laughs> this, this has been a long time for it, me as well. It has. I'm but, so excited. Ty- typically, we, we talk about what we've been up to. Um, I would assume that that is going to include some Final Fantasy VII remake talk, yes. probably some some Animal Crossing talk, some Resident Evil Three talk, yes. and then um, 
there's some news. Oh, I see you added some news here too about the the Parks and Rec thing, which I'm very excited about. And uh, we'll just get into whatever we get into along the way because uh, you know we can make all the plans we want, but you never know what's going to happen. That's true. We always say we're yeah. going to talk about on the show, and we either don't get to half of it or talk about something else entirely different. So I, I used to go back and edit those when we were like, "Yeah, totally, <laughs> we're going to talk about." x-men and then we don't and then <laughs> it just never happens yeah dude and hats up to both of you guys because i've been editing for a couple months now and it sucks <laughs> i mean i haven't done it in so long that it's like not even not even fair to say i ever edited the podcast well you scott... did like the first 50 and then i think scott did 50 through 300 <laughs> wow i'll tell you i'll tell you honestly i did the ones that i think broke me the ones that i was done with I believe I did. If I remember, I feel like I did. If I didn't, was the uh, Bioware based stuff. Yes. I feel um, I was pretty mm. uh, complete. Did you do those, Scott? No, I did them, that, didn't I? I? I did some. It was like all hands on deck. Yeah. For those. I, that was kind of like, worked. I was like, yeah. I'm done. That was a lot of work. <laughs> that was sure. a lot. Was it worth it? We'll never know. <laughs> I think so. I feel like it is. <laughs> so uh, let's jump in. And I want to talk really quick. <laughs> about uh, some of the stuff Dave's been doing. And I guess we can talk about what we've been doing. But, Dave, I want to ask you a quick question. This is like a mini sure. interview. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been doing? Because you've been doing a lot of stuff that uh, is Ooh. new and exciting. And I don't know if we have, but I know you <laughs> have. <laughs> um, wow. I've been so busy. Like, I've been a little jealous of people who, like, are bored almost right now. Right. <laughs> I'm very lucky that I was already set up to work from home. I'm a full-time streamer. Um, I had, we had started the podcast in January. Uh, you know, I edit and streams and upload them to YouTube. So I'm like full time at home working. So I just feel the pressure to keep working even more now that I can't leave home. It's great. Um, but that aside, uh, yes, I started a podcast called gaming and gabbing with my fellow actor, streamer, friend, Amber Plaster. Um, we talk about all sorts of nonsense, uh, Stuff that's in the news, stuff that's coming up. We interview our friends that are in the business, voice actors, etc. Um, I am f- well funding right now for a pilot episode of a Scooby Doo fan series, which is really oh, fun. Cool. The trail, the yeah. trailer is awesome, by the way. It looks super cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is really, Thanks. really good. We're super excited. Um, we're almost at 1 million views on YouTube for the trailer, which is just insane. It is um, insane. Yeah, it's so. called it's called Mystery Incorporated for folks listening. And uh, mm-hmm. I got very, and you'll like this day, but I got big Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes from it. Just the way <laughs> the way that it was shot. And uh, there's certain, certain angles and the lighting and stuff reminded me of like, you know, old vintage season one, season two Buffy oh. stuff, which I thought was was really great. I, I would I would watch the hell out of this if it was a show. So I really hope that something happens with it. Oh yeah, we um we got we reached our goal on Indiegogo, and so it's staying up longer now, so that we have a stretch goal. Uh, now we just wait to see when we're allowed to be around other people again, basically, and we'll start <laughs> filming all right away. Um, I play Velma for those of you listening, um, and it's a dark twist kind of like a Riverdale kind of take on Scooby-Doo so we're really excited for that um yeah and then you know just try to plan a wedding in the middle of a pandemic that's yeah (laughs) so congratulations I saw that when you were uh (laughs) you you were overseas right oh that's such crazy thing like we were in England and we went to Paris for a day 
literally like two weeks before the world shut down. Wow. Like, oh it's, my God. It's wow. Ins- maybe even a week and a half. I don't, it was, it's just wild. Yeah, to that think is. About. Cause I remember I was asking you if you were going to be at PAX and you're like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, going on vacation. And then you got yep. pr- proposed to, uh, mm-hmm. right, right before everything shut down. That was a really strange time. Cause now reflecting on it, like you think about that last couple of weeks, I even have tweets that I was joking because people were talking about Corona when I was at PAX. And I was like, you know, right. at the time, I even was slacking with these guys being like, this isn't a real thing. This is like, you know, <laughs> I, I sounded like such an asshole now in retrospect because <laughs> because I was like, yeah, I'm at PAX. There's 80,000 people here. Nobody gives a shit. And now like, it's like, oh, my God. Like, it was so terrifying that like everyone was you- out there running around. You 180 Probably. on it so fast that it was like disorienting in Slack. I did. <laughs> I was like, wait, is Ash taking this no, seriously? No, I really, I really did. You know what it was, dude? It was Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, I know. I, know. I was like, I was like, Tom, Tom Hanks has it? I was like, oh no, not Tom Hanks. And I was like, that's America's doing, dad. I, I started doing all this research and I was like, Tom Hanks can't die, please. Uh, it was, going strong <laughs> yeah also congratulations on the wedding planning how is planning a wedding during a pandemic like do you are you even making any progress like what do you even do so we're really lucky um we and this is even more wild but two days maybe maybe two days before the shelter at home orders came in we were in orange county where my parents live looking at venues down there found a place we loved uh put in put in our not down payment put in the um <laughs> reserve or whatever yeah i don't know why can't i think deposit? of the deposit oh, thank you i was like <laughs> down payment <laughs> put in the deposit um got everything kind of got the ball rolling and like picked the date and then two days later it was like you can't leave your home and Ugh. you know all, all these brides started having to reschedule weddings so next year's gonna be insane and we got oh right, gosh. you know, like, I'm so grateful that we got in right before that. So we do have a venue. We have a date. Um, we have a photographer. Now I'm just sad at home looking at wedding dresses I can't try on. So oh, yeah. that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you're talking to three people that I think are all just hit their 10-year anniversaries or are about to. <laughs> close. Yeah, yeah, or close. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> so to me, it's like we had our 10-year anniversary, like, right when this started. And my wife and I just kind of looked at each other like, we'll do this later, right? <laughs> like, we literally yeah. can do nothing. Like, take a walk around the block. Like, what can you do to celebrate, you know? Yeah. It's my 40th this year. And Melissa was like, so <laughs> what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, fucking cares. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah (laughs) nothing probably nothing exactly exactly well that's exciting so gaming and gabbing let's talk just for a minute about that before we jump in and talk about some games um what do you guys talk about how often do you record where can folks find it absolutely we're on like nine different platforms we host main mainly out of anchor but you can find it on spotify you can find it on uh, itunes and then all the other kind of popular podcasting platforms um it is gaming and it is mostly video games we do de- uh, delve into we want to do more but we did do a, a D episode where we had our own personal dm for our game uh come on and we like interviewed him and talked about our D game and, and whatnot um we have new episodes out every wednesday and this week's episode is actually a two-parter Maybe this is because of quarantine, but it's a two-part episode on the skies in video games. 
That's one, one thing um, I really like about the show is you guys theme, awesome. theme them out. Um, we stopped doing that, like, I think 300 episodes ago, where we, <laughs> we were like, we lost all creativity and we're like, you know uh, what, we can't, we can't put this much thought. But you had a great um, episode all about music and games where you kind of pulled your community and asked about the best soundtracks and then talked about them and played them. And I thought that was really, uh, a really a, a smart episode and really well done. And also probably a shit ton of work. I can't even... Uh, imagine doing that much work for an episode now <laughs> i had a lot of fun actually because i did put together a master playlist on spotify of every single suggestion that uh i we were tweeted um and that is a fun thing we have started doing more and more is polling our like twitter audiences um and getting kind of audience participation because it gives us more more perspectives to talk about um it lets people be involved um and so we did another one that was like popular npcs and we we polled people on their favorite npcs um again with the skies we polled people and we were like what's your favorite video game sky because you know (laughs) we just wanted to get nerdy with it (laughs) that's fun i can't off the top of my head i can't even really think of skies i feel like scott has an answer to this somewhere i know i was trying to think of something too I, I feel like maybe the first thing that comes to mind is maybe something from like a metroidvania game like ori or something i'm sure has beautiful sky backgrounds so that would be my my initial guess i would mm. i would think and then everything else would probably be space i don't know if that counts yeah. as sky yeah just yeah. looking at yeah. day's background just makes me think of mass effect <clears throat> and like the first planet it's good stuff yeah well it's all exciting so yeah we're, we're just it's just random fun stuff um i you know i'm the resident like accepting one who like tries to make everything work and amber is like the sassy salty one who's like why are you giving me this this old 1997 zelda sky this isn't a sky i want to look at get out of here <laughs> so it's, it's two polar kind of opposite uh personalities and we just uh we just go ham on it <laughs> that's super fun that's awesome i love it uh you guys up to anything new in particular you want to jump in and start talking about games uh let's jump in i'm doing i'm doing a lot of old stuff none of my none of my activities are current i'm kind of like jumping uh back into the into the pile you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Yeah. everything's the same here just uh made some chili was really good ate chili for like four (laughs) days straight much to the chagrin of my family Uh, (laughs) but uh other than that everything's everything's going well like it's it's not too terrible so um Let's take a quick break and come back and do some reviews. All right, we are back and we're going to be talking about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Animal Crossing Remake. (laughs) No, not really Remake, but New Animal Crossing. Um... Let's start talking about some Final Fantasy VII remake. How far in okay. are you? Da- How far in are you, Day? <laughs> um, I am in chapter nine still. Okay, that's I think right where I am. I think I'm in chapter eight or nine, so we're roughly in the same place. And I think I'm like maybe I don't know. Is that ten hours in? Something like that. Does that sound about right? Maybe a little. I'm bit? I'm pretty slow, so I'm probably like fourteen or sixteen hours in. Okay, I just take a while. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I I guess my first impression of, of nobody really needs to be told to play this, but um, <laughs> it's really fantastic. I I obviously I I have very fond memories of the original Final Fantasy VII, and I told this on a panel at PAX this year. But um, 
the original Final Fantasy VII was one of the games that really made me truly fall in love with RPGs just because it was so different. It had this really fun steampunk narrative that was unlike anything I had ever really played before. Um, the summons were just insane and the characters were so different. And you had this talking dog and a guy with a machine gun arm. And it was just like so crazy. And I had played other Final Fantasies prior to seven as a kid, like Final Fantasy three on Super Nintendo and even the original Final Fantasy on regular NES, I had played those games. So Final Fantasy seven came out in the nineties and it was just like, you know, it blew my mind. And I think every person that was a kid in the nineties that played it, it blew everyone's mind. So when they heard they were remaking this, I was skeptical and apprehensive, but it's not, it's not a remake. At least, at like, in my mind, it is not a remake. It's the same characters. It's the same world. It's the same general plot. But there's so much new stuff here. And I don't want to give anything away about the plot, but I will say that I feel like the, the vibe that I'm getting, and I haven't read any spoilers, but the vibe that I'm getting is that this is actually a parallel timeline to Final Fantasy VII, the original. Mm. So uh-huh. the two universes coexist. And so Cloud is having memories of what the other Cloud from the original game did and things that happened. Oh, but, interesting. Right. So you're seeing little glimpses of the original game, obviously in the new engine, but the the, the storyline is branching somewhat slightly and changing. So things that happened in the original don't necessarily happen in this remake, which leads me to believe that I feel like this game, by the time the second portion or third, I don't even know how many chapters there's going to be because it is chapter based now. Uh, I, I don't believe the game is going to be the same as it was before. Question. Yeah. As someone who never played the original, then am I going to like, where, you know, if that is the case and he's seeing the old timeline, like where does that leave me as someone who doesn't know the old timeline? That's a, that's a, I mean, it's, it's honestly been so long. It's been over 20 years since I played it. So the old timeline is very blurry to me, but, uh, I feel like you're still going to, you're still going to get the full narrative It's still going to make complete sense, but there's going to be little Easter eggs along the way for people Got uh, it. that, cause have you noticed there's been like these weird, the weird flashes of uh, yeah, when, when the ghosts show it's up all fuzzy and, yeah. he does, and you're, and it's, you're like, what is that? Get like, take a, take a uh, aspirin. What's yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think like the, the thing that appeals to me the most right now is uh, I, I am enjoying the narrative a lot. The, the voice cast is fantastic, but the I'm so like the combat to me is so fun. They yeah. did uh, like a reimagining of the old turn-based combat where you still control all your party members, but you kind of queue up their attacks. Um, but it's also really fast paced to the point where, you're constantly putting in different button combinations and, and executing all these abilities, but kind of pausing and jumping between characters in between their moves. So for instance, you'll like queue up a couple sword strikes with cloud, then switch over to Barrett and use like an item or an ability and then switch over to Tifa and use like, you know, her, her jump kick or whatever. And then you'll just keep cycling and it gets to be the point where you're like, you're really jamming and it's feeling very fluid and fun. And you're like, and then the fight will be over. Like, damn, that was so enjoyable. I could just do like, it's almost like a rhythm game at some point, Scott, you would love Mm. the hell out of it. It's like, it's really, it's really fast and really fun. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, It's hard to grasp initially, I think. 
Yeah, uh, I'm still working on I haven't gotten to that flow you're talking about. I'm still struggle bus over here, but I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um I'm having a lot of fun with it. How are you think, enjoying um how are you enjoying the overall story of it day? I'm loving it. Um it is the perfect combination for me of story with um with fighting uh and combat. I love that, that combination. I'm also biased though, since like one of my good friends is the voice of Aerith. Like, of course, I'm gonna love the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is she's the whole reason I'm playing this game. It's right. not my typical wheelhouse type of game. Like, I wouldn't have thought about it before, but hell yeah, I'm gonna support Brianna White. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we had her on the show. I think last month, and uh, just an absolute joy. Super kind person, and mm-hmm. I'm like so excited for her that this game is just doing as well. Right? As a, like imagine if this game came out and it was a piece of shit. Like <laughs> that would have been like such a nightmare. Because so it's I like I started crying when like I first met Aerith because I was just so happy for her and and she was in my chat and she was like, "What are you? What's happening?" I was like, <laughs> "I'm just so happy for you." <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, she deserves it. She uh, yeah. I think when she was on, she was talking about the experience of getting cast and. Go back and listen if you're if you're wondering what the chat was like. But she, I think, uh, a couple times during her conversation, she started tearing up just thinking about her whole casting process and and sort of this. Yeah. I don't want to say miracle of it all, but the story of how she got cast is pre- is pretty awesome. So I urge people to check it out. But yeah, so the the, the storyline I'm loving. They do a great job of mixing up these really. Uh, wonderful character moments like uh, it won't spoil yes. anything but there's a, a scene that I just finished where Cloud and Aerith are kind of walking on the rooftops together and, mm, talk, and yeah. talking you you must have just done that one too and it's like a good like half an hour of it feel, felt like a half an hour of the characters just kind of like strolling through town talking and getting to know each other and you don't see that very often in games where they really take time to to just have these big long narrative beats without tons of action. Uh, and they're all set up in a very cinematic way too. So, yeah. uh, so you're controlling the characters, but it feels like you're, you know, you're in a movie, which is just fantastic. Yeah. I, and I love wedge. I love wedge so much. I'm such a fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he, uh, he's from breaking bad. You ever watch breaking bad? Yeah. yeah. I, I only the first season. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it gets really but, depressing after that. So it's good to watch only season one and then things get much worse. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he does a great job. I just love Wedge. I'm like, oh my God, this guy just wants to hang out with his cats and eat pizza. It's me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wedge is great. And Aval- the whole Avalanche team in general gets so much screen time in this remake and they're all fantastic and such lovable characters like if you remember the original final fantasy 7 for a lot, a lot of us it's been 20 years but the team that the team like barrett's team is like this avalanche team of of uh, freedom fighters and you know i my memory very hazy but they um they didn't really have very much personality uh when I was a kid playing the game, but now it's like they're the voice acting is just fantastic. And they're in the, they're in the game for like, you know, six, seven, eight hours so far as major, you know, major side characters. Um, and it's just, it's just really the whole world is so well done. Uh, and, and just so fantastic. And I'm so glad that this game is, you know, is as popular as it is. It's like mm-hmm. my, t- my timeline right now on social media is, Final Fantasy and Animal Crossing, and that's all anyone's talking about. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, any any other closing thoughts on Final Fantasy VII before we move on? 
Um, I was just going to say you were talking about the combat system and the fact that I would like it. I think that just to trade with you, I think I mentioned it last week or last time I was on that you would enjoy Indivisible for the same reason because it's got like sort of a real time, almost like a rhythm based combat system. And I'm excited to hear that they did that for this game uh, as well, that it's sort of like a dynamic kind of like a hybrid of different um, activities, you know, different moves to do. Um, that's super cool. Matt, did you ever play the original Final Fantasy? Because I remember yeah. watching Adam play it, who was our one of our friends growing up. Yeah, I played it and got stuck on like the second disc at the Chocobo <laughs> fucking race thing and couldn't like get you past never, it. Oh, you can I thought you just never left. You just no, like there. I, I, either, I either glitched. I like glitched the game or I did something oh, weird okay. and I got stuck in the in the betting arena and like could not get past that part of the game and was like, you know, I don't know, 16 and just was like I'm not yeah. doing this anymore. And yeah. Turned the game off and never turned it back on. I think I yeah. still own the is it like four discs? Is that how much yeah, that it is? Was, first, it was it is. Yeah. I think I played the original like I played the original game but on PC. So I must have had a PC copy of the game at the time because oh, yeah. I didn't have a PlayStation. But my fond memory of um final fantasy 7 the original was watching adam play it yeah uh, at his house Didn't and he beat it, um, like, three times oh he yeah played it a lot yeah but the 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 memory that i have is that he was trying to beat emerald weapon and uh he had the knights of the round materia ash do you have that yet i want to see what that looks like in the new game oh no there's only i think uh six summons in the in the new game so far but it's they... like only the first it's weird. The, this new game is forty hours, but it's only like oh, the first, okay. the first like three hours of the original. So. I got you. I was gonna yeah. say Knights of the Round was like that was the jam back in the day in yeah. the original game. Yep, yep. And there's a there was a materia that would let you kind of clone that, and then you could somehow clone like all of your you could reclone your clones. And so uh, we were fighting. He was fighting uh, Emerald Weapon, and basically cast Knights of the Round like between eight and twenty times or something. Yeah. And Knights <laughs> of the Round at the time took about five minutes to cast because yeah. you would watch all the guys like do the attack right mm-hmm. and so he up. oh yeah he cast it yeah he cast it we walked away went to taco bell yeah taco bell came back <laughs> the the attack round was still running and then we still didn't beat emerald weapon <laughs> like by the time it was all over so that yeah. was my memory those, those weapon my fights memory. were they were impossible yeah. i don't even understand like how people did that but people so did love- it I'd love to see how that holds up today. So let me know when you get yeah. to that point in the game. So that's yeah. my Final Fantasy VII story. Yeah, I will say the boss fights are beautiful in this. Uh, and yeah. they definitely have that same epic feel that the original game had. Um, they only really let you use your summons during big boss battles now. You can't just yeah. use them on on oh. regular guys, which is kind of right. odd. Um, but uh, they, they're they they're amazing when they come out. So I think right now I only have... Uh, the fire guy. What's it? Ifrit? Is that who it is? If Ifrit, 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 something like that. Yeah, I have him in the in the chocobo, but I haven't even done the chocobo yet. Nice. The chocobo is so much fun. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I almost missed that because it's like hidden Same. behind the air deck. It's hidden. Yeah. yeah, and I I had to go back and get it, and I'm glad I did. Same. Well, cool. Well, that's exciting. Let's um shift gears. Well, if you're if you're listening, definitely pick up Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, right now, only for a PS4, but I'm, I think by next year, uh, the exclusivity wears out, so it'll be on Xbox and PC probably uh, quarter one next year. So it's exciting. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I I would love to have played it on a better. I have a, like a an old launch PS4, and it was like painful. Oh. It was painful for me to like dig it out and be like, ah, oh, I guess I'll play something on this old thing at this point. <laughs> It's like six years old. I don't even know. Yeah. When did PlayStation 4 come out? 
like probably about seven, six, six seven years seven ago. Seven right? years old, yeah. It's it's uh, long of tooth. Um, I had a friend who played Red, Red Dead Two on his Xbox One, but not X, just and not even S. I think it's just like the launch series Xbox One. <laughs> and then he and he jumped on, or he no, he initially played it on the PS4 Pro. And then he played it on the Xbox One, and he was like, "Man, it looks like crap on the Xbox." And I was like, "Well, on the One, yeah, like <laughs> it's essentially like two systems old." Yeah, the original Xbox One. Ugh. Yeah, Chugs. it was 2013. Ash's, Ash's enemy, Ryan Clark. Oh, oh yeah, it's not my enemy. I love Ryan 2013. Clark. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's seven insane. years old. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Resident Evil Three. Are you are you playing that day? I beat it. You beat it. Yeah, I Yay! did too. I did too. Um, what are what, what are your thoughts on it? How'd you like it? So much like um, Final Fantasy, I'm I never played the original Resident Evil games. My first Resident Evil game was like a year and a half ago. I played seven. Then I played the Resident Evil Two remake when it come out came out. I loved it for whatever reason. I don't like scary stuff, but I loved that game. So I was really excited for this one to come out. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I get what people are complaining about it being so short. Um, again, I, I like nothing to compare it to. I had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like I, I feel the same way. Like I had a blast playing it, but um, it doesn't really have much for me in terms of replayability. Like I, I beat it, yeah. and I was like, oh, what am I going to do with this now? Like, at least with Resident <laughs> Evil Two Remake, you could jump in and play. The, the Claire or the Leon campaigns. And they have their, like, side A's and side B's. Right. And can, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to do. This, like, when I was done, I think my total playtime was a little over seven and a half hours is what it told me. I feel like I died a lot, so it was probably longer than that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I love, I love the Resident Evil games. They're some of my favorites. But I was kind of bummed that this one was over so quickly. Um, yeah. They did have some really cool, like one of my, like, this isn't a spoiler for anyone that's played them, but one of my favorite memories was actually, um, the, the scene in the hospital, like the whole, the whole scene that took place in the hospital was, I think, really, really spooky with all the, uh, you know, all the different medical wings and the hunters, hunters that could one shot you like that whole scene was, was really fantastic. And of course, downtown Raccoon City was, was really great. Nemesis was great. Yeah, I liked the moment um, where, I don't know if you picked up on it, but you go to the outside of the, you or you can, I ended up at the outside of the parking garage where Claire and Leon are stuck uh, oh, at no one way. point. That's and I awesome. was like, I was like, oh my God, this is the parking garage. This is it. And I really thought we were going to get a brief Claire or brief Leon kind of cameo. And I'm really disappointed we didn't. I know. Yeah. And there's also the scene in the beginning that um, you see how Marvin, the cop, gets bitten. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it is. Yeah. So it's like a couple hours before. It's funny. It's three, but it's a couple hours before Resident Evil 2. So there is like a nice little timeline crisscross there which i think is pretty pretty cool yeah um yeah. but yeah i mean honestly uh, uh the game looks beautiful the the new engine I, the re engine is yeah. like holy shit so so fantastic i would um, wait for it to go on sale honestly like to play it because the fact that it's the same price as the other one which was so much longer had the two characters the two sides it's like what <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm what about what about the multiplayer mode have you tried that 
I no. loaded it up okay. and, and did not play around <laughs> uh, just because I was not in the mood for like a competitive, uh, sweaty experience at the time. Guys, I haven't even played Overwatch in like three weeks. I don't know what's going on. Wow. Um, I don't really believe you. No, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I haven't played in a long time since Who the last time. I know. It's been too long. Uh, no, but I, I've heard it. It's fun, but it's also kind of... Uh, it's not the the most dense experience there's like a you know there's not not much beneath the surface uh but I, i'm definitely going to check it out it's uh resident evil retribution no it oh. resistance resistance thank you retribution is right? an yeah. old animated movie resistance but that's thanks, is that i mean is it a separate game that was like bundled with this game like yeah so will this be available separately someday possibly i don't know i don't know if it will mm. right now it's it's okay. they they come together so so, I mean, the thing is, is that like when you describe like if people are like, I don't I don't see the sort of the length of the game as being a knock on the game anymore because my time is so limited. Right. So mm. if it's like, hey, this game is five hours long. I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's I get kind of stoked on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, oh, really? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Ori came out and I saw people beating it within like a day and I was like, oh, that game's only like eight hours long. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> Sign me that up. That game. Can... No, that game. No, <laughs> the game is not short. That game is long. <laughs> <laughs> that game took me like 15 hours to beat. I hate that yeah. game. <laughs> the well, the old like one me. or the new one? The old one. Yeah. The old one. Okay, that's fair. I think day, like, day is like six me. Six hours, yeah. 12 hours later, <laughs> three streams later, I was just fuming. Was it the Ginzu tree? Was it the tree? It was all down? of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. It was beautiful. I cried several times. The story yeah. was great, but I'm not good at platformers, and it was painful for me. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I touched a nerve. I touched a nerve. I apologize. <laughs> I love these these horrible snapshots you can do now. They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I, I'm the same way with platformers, by the way. Although, um, <laughs> for some reason, my son loves watching platformers. He can't play yeah. them yet. He doesn't have the coordination. So it's like I get tortured with like some of the, the worst platformers ever. Like uh, I used to, uh, Paw Patrol, Mission Paw, I, or whatever. Yeah, I- I was going to say, I used to torture you with the platformers. That that was kind of like my thing on this show for a while, which was to review uh, whimsical puzzle platformers. You did a lot. And so I, I would always bring those to Ash to to <laughs> sort of... Yeah, you probably did. Like, we watched you. I remember when you were at PAX, we watched you play that snake game for oh, Xbox. Snake Pass? Yeah. <laughs> we were just like standing there watching you play this snake, yeah. like crawling up a tree. And yeah. I looked at Ash and I remember going like, there's not a game more made for Scott. <laughs> This like Snake physics pass. puzzle platformer. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like the little kid in the wizard. I just kind of like, <laughs> I zoned in and just started doing it for sure. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm still terrible at them, but I, I'll play them more now. So yeah. Um, you guys want to do any more Animal Crossing talk? New patch came out today. You guys want to talk about new patch? Guys, I'm so obsessed oh i want to hear how obsessed you are let's 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 hear about your town well here's the thing so i'll like do a four or five hour stream and then like i get off i eat and then i play like three hours of animal crossing like (laughs) it's just like constant video games um i'm really stressed out though like i'm not good at island design and i keep visiting my friends islands and they're so cute and they're so put together and i'm just like how are you doing this? I offered, I told my friend, I was like, 
how many bells do I have to pay you for you to come design my island for me? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to it. Like, there's a, I mean, you could really, like, I've seen some people posting pictures of just these elaborate, like, because once you get terraforming and you can build rivers and... I just got terraforming. I did yeah. too. I did just like a day or two ago. And now I'm like, oh, this is a whole new world. Like you can build uh, big cliffs and rivers and like, you know, and change literally everything in your island. So it kind of Interesting. It, mi- it mixes things up. But you got to get that KK Slider concert before you can do that. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So. Very so, interesting. Yeah. So I just, I just, this is my first Animal Crossing game, by the way. So I'm like learning. Really? Yeah, I am learning like a, a total noob when it comes to like how to play these games. But and it also feels like I mean, I, I didn't play the other ones. I watched a lot of them. I watched Scott play and stuff. But like, this feels newish in a lot of the mechanics. Like, I don't feel like this plays the same way, especially the original. But the like the other Animal Crossing game I watched you play. I, yeah, when? I do. Th- this feels very different. Like I do it, think like... they borrowed some mobile game mechanics and put yeah. them into this game. Yeah, and that's um that's secretly what I love about this new Animal Crossing game is that because like sometimes I get shit for being like an achievement hunter, right? But then I'm on social yeah, media, sometimes. and it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then the funny thing is, is that like all of the new Animal Crossing is all uh like sort of achievement like tasks oh yeah yeah so now i'm watching everybody uh really work hard to complete these tasks and i'm like see it's fun to check off a you know a a checklist (laughs) (laughs) get that little reward reward it feels going it does feel less it feels less towny though it feels less like um i just remember how quaint and wonderful it was to watch you walk around and check in on all your neighbors and like bring one and bring one an apple yeah Yeah, but it's like it's so uh it's just different i don't know it just feels being a little further into it at this point it just feels different than the originals felt not in a bad way it's just a different it's just definitely not the same feeling game it seems like there's more micromanagement than what I've this, seen in like the previous yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah. And I probably spent the most time playing the GameCube Animal Crossing. Yeah. Which I was feel like, like that's the one I watched the most. Pretty basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Matt. Good. Go ahead, Ash. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> so the new stuff they added in the right the Earth Day patch, um, they added a art Eggs. dealer. I don't know if yep. you guys. You guys saw this. They're adding uh, a guy who shows up in a boat. Yes. And you can buy art from him and give it to Blathers to add to the art museum wing of the the museum, which is pretty cool. He he is a returning character to this game. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, cool. See, I don't know any of the old characters. I have no nostalgia for any of these people. Yeah, so Red would turn up and he would give you some art and sometimes it was real art and sometimes it wasn't real art. And you really had no idea if what you were buying was counterfeit or not. Ah, that's yeah, cool. So that's oh, kinda, I remember that's... I played like a small amount of new leaf, um, but that's like my basis of like, that's all I really have played before. And that sounds really familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could, you could occasionally, you could occasionally dig up a painting as well. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of have to like roll the dice with red and hope that you get something that you can donate to the museum. That's, that's kind of the game with him. That's very cool. And they're adding a, a shrubberies. Yes. A bush dealer. (laughs) (laughs) That made Scott laugh. Bush dealer. Um, Yeah. So they're adding bush dealer and they're adding uh, the art guy. Anything else with this new one? There's new achievements, and I feel like there was another person that might come to your... No, it was the art guy, the 
the bush guy. There's something else, yeah. but I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what it is either. Anyway, I all, saw all I saw Sahara stuff. the other day. Is she is she new to the game or has she been in no, it before? She's been she's been in it the whole time. Yeah. Okay, it's my first time seeing her in this game. The rug so dealer. That was new for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's I mean there's no shortage of stuff to do in the game. It's it's kind of wild like how much there is and at this point um I feel like every day there's some new NPC visiting my island with like stuff to buy or or trade. Um it it's super fun. I'm loving it. I love, you know, it's great because Lincoln's about to turn 4 and and conceptually he knows who the characters are and like likes digging and and exploring. So it's like a very good game for a young person to watch too. So mm-hmm. Holiday uh, likes sitting in my lap and watching me play, but mm-hmm. she has no concept of what's going on and really <laughs> just wants to press buttons and <laughs> The only button she tries to press is the home button on the uh, on the oh, switch. Wow, so it wow. constantly just like takes me out of the game and then I'm like hitting it and then I cover it with my hand and she'll literally try to like push my hand out of the <laughs> way so she can get to the home button again because it does something I assume and that's like all she wants to do. But then it'll go to like a loading screen and she's like more and I'm like yeah we can, <laughs> we can keep playing more. <laughs> Nice. And then she just oh, hits home so button over cute. and over again. Yeah, <laughs> she thinks that's a... the game. <laughs> yeah. That's the game. The other part of the game is when it goes to the home screen or the loading screen and it's all black. You can look into the screen and see each other in our reflections. And yep. that's a big, wow. that's an exciting part of the game too. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is. I sent you guys that funny, uh, somebody did a funny piece of art of like how the animal crossing loading screen is all black and it reflects your mutated yeah. like laying in bed <laughs> face. Like, every time the game loads, you get to see like how ugly you are laying in bed. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It hurts. It does. It's so true, though. You're like, oh, God, what's wrong? Why am I playing this at one in the morning? I look like a, like a sloth zombie. Um, <laughs> Matt, are you playing Outer Worlds? I started it, yeah. So um, so exciting. Yeah. Loaded it up on Game Pass on the PC and, and kicked it off. I, I'm like literally just started. I think I... I, you know, killed, got some guards to get themselves killed, dealing with some marauders and like picked up my ship and flew into space. Like, I I don't think I've done much at all in the game yet. Uh, to your point earlier from Resident Evil, Scott, though, uh, it was, I think, Ryan talking to me about Outer Worlds. And he was like, yeah, it's kind of a short game, though. It's not super long. Like, I thought there'd be more to it when I got to the end. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do not need a 60 hour epic uh, open world game right now. I'm cool with yeah. a, a more narrative, uh, smaller yeah. world game. So the thing that is the thing that is great about Outer Worlds is that um there are multiple ways to navigate your way through the game. Yeah. And some of those pathways are very short and some of them are a little bit longer. And uh, <clears throat> I kind of fumbled through the game, like as I was playing it, but ultimately like the game, like endeared itself to me as I was, cause it, it, it feels a little bit like fallout, right. When you first yeah. start playing, but then you get all the characters and it starts to have like a firefly vibe and um, kind of like, it kind of grows onto you, like as you're playing the game. And um, I actually, I once I completed I actually went back and tried like I forked off one of my saves and tried one of the other paths just because I found the characters to be super interesting which I think is a uh you know a good mark for any game these days is like when you yeah. kind of like forge like an interest with the the characters beyond just like the the gameplay because it's like you know if you've played Fallout that's pretty similar there's like a time dilation thing and yeah. you know a bunch of silly weapons which are fun too. Yeah, yeah I mean I it feels very it's got that you know new vegas vibe or whatever to it and i was like that's Mm -hmm. totally cool but uh 
you know, so I also, when I loaded up the character generator and I was like, oh, hello, stealth and talking, like, just like, yes, <laughs> like pump yes. up those as high as I can, because I will talk my way out of everything if possible. Um, yeah, that definitely then, is the right way to go in this game for sure. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. And like, I, you know, so far all the writing's been really on point. We've we've talked in Slack and, and in person and on this show about how humor is very hard in games and how like having a a solid baseline for that humor you know usually helps like whatever whether it's jazz mm-hmm. punk being like just ludicrous off the wall shit or or this which is very funny and it's sort of like nudge nudge wink wink way of of all the different characters and yes and settings you see so i mean i'm super enjoying it so far i'm, I'm very early in but i figured i'd throw it in there and, and give it a mention yeah. again it's yeah. still in yeah. game pass and it's still available to play and everybody should try it why it's not really, it's really and, good yeah, and I think it will be because it's, you know, because I of believe who, so. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing that I didn't realize about the game when I first started playing is that you can actually oh, I knew this that you could go negative on your on your base stats so that you can add to other stats. So like if you want to take like minus strength to add something to intelligence, you can do that. Yeah. But you can also you can take like two points away from your intelligence and open up dumb conversation options. What? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, amazing. So that's, yeah, so if you ever want to try to play the game as kind of like a shooty person, you can make yourself super dumb and then um, open up new dialogue, which is always uh, exciting. Fun. Does it's, this yeah. game have any, like, couch co-op or no? No, it's kind of oh, okay. like it's a, it's a very single player, like if you've ever played Fallout. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, any of the new Fallout games. Like, it's it's very similar to that, but with, like, the characters, like, remind me of Firefly a lot. And, like, yeah. there yeah. definitely feels like there's a little bit of, like, uh, you know, Mass Effect influence in terms of like the way that you kind of fall in love with each character in a different way. So there's like yeah. a lot of great stuff to like. And like Matt was saying, unlike a Fallout game, which could take over 100 hours to complete, like this game is very digestible, like in small chunks. And you yeah. can probably, you know, if you want the game to be like a 10 hour game or like a 20 hour game, you can certainly do that. Yeah. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kate Dollarhide. Yeah. For yeah, for sure. For writing Pavardi. to meet the uh, character she wrote. So. Yeah, yeah, she is fantastic. Good. Fantastic. Yeah. Ash- Ashley Birch does her voice, so it's like this mm-hmm. double wombo combo of awesome people. That's cool. Yeah, she's she's like your Kaylee on the team. Yeah, it's Gosh. really, really good. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. You got to check it out. Um, I want to hear about Outward with Tony. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's why I asked if it's Couch Cop. We're always looking for new, Um, we call them our date night games. So yeah. it's oh, like, cute. you know... It's like, oh yeah, you streamed all day. I streamed all day. Let you want to play a video game together now? <laughs> so, well, um, I can't. I can't wait to hear about a way out. I'm so excited that I see you playing this on here. So tell me about both. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of have abandoned, at least for now, temporarily. We've ab- abandoned. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, outward. I keep getting it confused with that new Pixar movie. Um, onward. <laughs> onward. Outward. Outward. <laughs> outward. Um, I was saying it correctly. So it's got a really harsh learning curve. Like we have died a lot. Like we we, we tend to want to be like, yeah, let's go fight them. Like there's two of us. We'll be fine. No, we're never fine. We always die. And like sometimes someone nice finds you and everything's fine. And sometimes you end up in a dungeon with none of your clothes or items. And you're just (laughs) like, well, that's that's (laughs) me. so, but it, we were having a lot of fun with it. it. I just got, I was like, I need a break. We, I'm, I'm frustrated. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's very, we are, we really enjoyed, we played um, Divinity 2 together. Oh, cool. And it mm-hmm. has a sort of similar vibe. It's not like top down. It's more involved gameplay wise. But, you know, like you, 
it just kind of got a like little D and D feel and wandering around and crafting and making potions and making you have to eat it's kind of survival okay to like make uh, okay. you have to sleep um you know you can get too cold so you have to stay warm so there's a lot going on but it's definitely fun um that's awesome and then a way out uh i don't know we just downloaded that the other night and started oh, playing it's, it's so good man i played like an hour of it and i we never went back to it, but I like died. We only played play an hour. I feel like we got halfway <laughs> yeah. out of jail or something, didn't we? Yeah, get we, out of jail. We, oh, that's we were on our way out game. of jail. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It, we we're having yeah. a lot of fun with it. It's it's definitely a game, kind of game I love. It's got great story. There's choice choices you have to make. You have to work together. I was kind of like, oh damn, I I kind of wish I sh- I was streaming this, and then it's like, no, Dan, you're allowed to not be working. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a hard that's yeah. a hard balance. Like you know, because you like you said you stream all day and that's part of your job and then you kind of have to turn off those titles and play titles just for enjoyment um that's got to be just a weird a weird thing you know that's why i you know i was streaming for work for a little while but it was never a daily thing but i still like i for sure did not want to stream the titles that i did for work (laughs) yeah i don't play a lot of video games when i'm not streaming animal crossing has been it pretty much only one. I'll play it on Sundays. On Sundays, we do a community day. And so uh, lately, we've been doing Animal Crossing. And I have viewers come to my island and whatnot. Um, but that's been my off-stream game. Uh, you know, Stardew Valley is another off-stream game. Uh, but yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Other than that. That's cool. It's, it's so feel... cool that you're finding co-op games to play as date nights. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, <laughs> a Way Out is fantastic. Like, some of my favorite games are, like, the games that we've played in co-op like you know just like this group here like playing games like uh fuse uh matt and i played uh what was that army of two um two like army Kane of and lynch yeah two army of twos Kane and lynch is like another game that i really love as a co-op game where it's like two characters that are just like a total shit show yeah. oh my God. <laughs> um, where everything goes like terribly wrong like but yeah. those like some of those games are my favorite ones to play so like that's yeah. super awesome that you're doing that yeah my, yeah. my yeah. wife and i played through i think all the gears of wars together and all oh. the board all the borderlands together we used to count we used to set up two tvs two xboxes and just like yeah. go to town before before the kid was born now uh, now <laughs> yeah. there's no gears of war happening in front of him mm. yeah yeah we were playing borderlands 3 for a while but it, it kind of just we were like this is uh, <laughs> so we we went in search of something else it's hard sometimes to find good couch co-op games like there's tons of good co-op games but not a lot of good couch co-op games i feel like no. I'll take yeah. any recommendations because I'm not a big shooter, um, like battle royale type person. I don't like those games, so it's got to have a little bit of story. Right? Yeah, those are hard to find, especially you know two player cooperative experiences. Um, yeah, couch co op is sort of a rarity these days, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um. Well, that's exciting. That's good stuff. What, what is thir- you, you, you Are you watching Thirty Rock? Is that what the? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tony realized he had never seen like all of it, and I was like, oh, wow. "Well, then let's watch it." So yeah. I've never yeah. seen any of it. I've never seen a single what? episode of Thirty Rock. How oh, I probably talked about it on this show. I've also times. never seen a single episode of The Office. Oh my oh, god! Wow. <laughs> Why? 
Oh, oh why? Get that. Tony and I embarked on that like last year. We had both never seen any of The Office, so that was our show. We like watched all the way through. Wow, the first, the first seasons. seven seasons of The Office, when when Michael Scott's still on the show, are like they're great. I just binged it now. I, that's what I've been binge watching while I'm working and stuff from home. The Office first the last two seasons are like. Mm, but the first seven with Steve Carell are, are like fantastic. 30 Rock is one of the best written shows ever created. Dr. Spachemin is oh. one of the yeah. single greatest characters ever written, period. Yeah. Uh, but Ash, just take like, I don't know, I'm going to riff. Wait. Just take like 40 hours off of your Animal Crossing time <laughs> and play and watch any one of those shows. You'd probably tear through most of the show in that amount of time. Or you could and just you would do still you, you still would have played 110 hours of Animal Crossing season I, five. I have <laughs> become right. uh I have become such a big John Krasinski fan. Um because of uh, first of all I, I like the Jack Ryan show a lot and I think he's great yeah. Jack Ryan, but also the stuff he's been doing uh, from his house during some the good pandemic. News or yeah, some, some good, good news. news is so good. Like I, I kind of mm-hmm. just want to watch everything he's in because he seems like such a cool guy. So um, wait, did you watch the first episode of Some Good News? Yes. The whole thing's about the office. It's I like know the whole thing. But I, his whole I, extra I, bit is about the office. I know. <laughs> if that didn't endear you to watching The Office, then I don't like. I honestly don't know what would because watching the two of them riff together and talk about shooting The Office and what yeah. it was like and stuff was so like it made me feel good because i've been watching this and seeing them like enjoy each other's company and yeah. talk was was very fun yeah i really like steve carell too so i guess i should watch this show huh <laughs> just watch like, it man. i feel like there's there's reasons to watch it do you do you watch do you watch brooklyn 99 uh i watched the first i think four seasons maybe five okay. seasons yeah did you watch good place uh i watched the first two seasons of good place mike sure did you watch parks and rec yes all of it okay yeah. Well, like Mike, so the guy who made Parks and Rec and Good Place is like the one of the original writers for The Office. Like he did the first five seasons of The Office are largely like Mike Schur's all over them. Oh. Well, I'll have to catch up, guys. It's, it feels good to you know be behind on stuff. Yeah, I mean, like the 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 good news is is that you're sitting at home and when you need something to do, you certainly have something to do, right? Like you've got an entire series of a really high quality show that you've never seen before two shows yeah that's true um, so there's there's um no shortage of things for you to do yes yeah let's, let's talk about a show that i have been watching that i don't think anyone knows anything about maybe you guys do i don't know but have you guys even heard of motherland fort salem they promoted yes, I... this thing so heavily in new york it was insane okay. it was all over the place okay. when i was still going i've heard there. of it i haven't watched it yet um, I was literally on a Zoom call with some friends before this, and one of my friends asked me if I'd been watching it, and um, I want to. I feel like it is so up your alley day, because I know you're a big Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think tonally, it's kind of similar, so I'll, I'll do the general premise, and um, first of all, I'll say that I am not the demographic for the show. <laughs> <laughs> It is a freeform show. It's an hour-long drama, uh-huh. an hour-long action drama. Um, I think what roped me in is um, it has some of the cast from Deadly Class in it, and um, it does. Uh, uh, Taylor Class. Taylor Hickson's in it, who was uh, Petra. Uh, uh, she's in it, and I want to say some of the writing team from Deadly Class uh, works on this show as well. I'm not entirely huh. certain of that, but. Uh, I loved I loved Deadly Class, so I kind of 
hopped on this uh, just because I still followed a bunch of them on social media. Um, but the general premise is also kind of uh, is up my alley because I'm a, a history guy. And uh, this has an alternate history of uh, the Salem witch trials where instead of getting uh, instead of getting uh, killed during the witch trials, the witches make a deal with the United States government to become weapons for the government. Yeah. Oh, so instead of getting burned at the stake and executed in terrible ways, the witches become like a branch of the United States military. <laughs> and, uh, and so they go to this Academy and they become basically like weapons of war. Obviously. And, and the, yeah. And the show takes place 300 years later in modern times where the world has obviously been changed by, by these witches existing in the world. And there's been a, like a global world war, um, and it's all about like these witches training in the academy, sort of this new generation of witches. And they don't have like Harry Potter spells, um, <laughs> and they don't have like uh, the spells are very different. They're almost more like sirens, so they use different sounds and vocalizations to to cast the spells. So it's almost more like benders from Avatar. So they can like move air and earth and create hurricanes and do all sorts of different wild powers. And they also get split into different groups. So there's like a healing sect and uh, uh, they're called like fixers. And then there's blasters who just like blow shit up. It almost like feels very X-Men at points too, which, mm-hmm. I, re- yeah. which I really appreciate. So they're going to this like Xavier school that's all militarized. It's um, all females so there there's not really i haven't seen any warlocks yet well i guess there are not at the school but i think there are like males that cast magic too but uh, you haven't really learned much about them yet but the thing i think that is really appealing about the show is there's lots of lore and depth to it all um even though like the 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 episodes are very they're Lot, there's lots of drama going on. There's lots of like, you know, of course. lots free of form. yeah. It's lots of free. Form. There's lots of free form <laughs> happening, but there's also some really fantastic fight scenes. It, the 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 game the show looks visually it's it's gorgeous looking. It's shot really well. Uh, it doesn't look cheesy. It looks very expensive, which I was shocked mm. when I was like, wow, like this school looks great and the spells all look great and um the the costuming is just fantastic there everybody in the show there's like hundreds of people in military outfits at all times it's like they're all like you know not they're all made up military outfits so it kind of looks like very starship troopers you know um <laughs> but it's it's super cool like it's uh it's something unique and different and unlike anything i've seen on on tv and i think the acting's pretty solid and uh and I, i'm really intrigued as to where it's going to go uh, the the show right now there's like these two big factions like a big civil war happening in the United States and like the western portion of the United States is like blocked off from the eastern portion of the United States and there's like a giant looks like when they show a map of the United States there's like a giant rift down the center of it like <gasps> a big like you know like a comet fell and like split but they haven't told you like what the hell that's from yet so there's like there's a lot going on that I think is just really interesting um, and if you're into like you know science fiction and witches and, and dr- drama in the school i say definitely check out motherland fort salem i'm super into it even though it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> oh or maybe or maybe it is 
You guys have any questions about her? Or do you want to move on to? Some I always news? love. I love two things about that. One is that like one of my favorite things about these like uh, I don't know what you call them like drama, dr- not drama shows. Man, my brain is it's getting late for oh, us yeah. and I, oh, and I yeah. cannot <laughs> describe how quickly my brain is shutting down right now. Uh, Need more coffee. What I love about these these genre shows, if you will, there we go, is uh, is when they when they're like you know they pitched it as probably like sort of like either a future or a period piece. And yeah. some exec was like, yeah, we're not doing a period. <laughs> like, how do we put this in the current time? Right. <laughs> like, right. We're driving regular cars. You're going to see normal people walking around using cell phones. Like we're not period piecing this at all. It's so uh, funny that's... you said that. Cause it feels, it feels like it could take place during like the revolutionary war. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like say... a Humvee drives by and you're like, Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded like you were starting to describe uh, that show revolution one of those jj abrams shows yeah from, yeah. from back in yeah. the day yeah but i wish so the market this thing was marketed all over new york and had i i couldn't figure out what it was about they like literally did not ever really say what it was about it was just kind of like it would be like a picture of four women in military outfits like looking tough and right it was like fort salem and i was like what the fuck is this show yeah, i literally <laughs> like, had I assumed no idea it was witches just because of salem, salem you know yeah. like that was my assumption but I didn't know if it was like an alternate history where the witches won some war that didn't ever happen or like, I was like, what is going on in this thing? So uh, yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, the description sounds neat. Yeah. At least I feel I, like Matt, your wife would, I think really yeah, love I mean, it. I'm shocked. She hasn't watched it yet. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot of really cool lore and things that haven't been done in the genre space before, like really quick before we move off of it, there's a, one of the the oldest witches in the in in the show, uh, she stays alive by kind of siphoning the life force off of like a, a coven, but the coven walks with her at all times. So she's like wanders around campus, and she's always <laughs> surrounded by like eight old ladies who are just like who like basically keep her alive because she's three hundred years old, you know, and she looks like she's maybe like you know in her forties, but she's you know actually like three hundred plus years old. So there's all little things like that that they don't even. They don't describe any of it to you or why it's happening until like many episodes in. So like you'll watch the huh. show for like four episodes and be like, why does this woman always have like eight old ladies with her? <laughs> like, a, like it doesn't like they don't they don't tell you What's anything. Happening? Yeah, so they kind of make you uh, they kind of make you wait for big plot points and to, to flush out what's going on in the world, which I think mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick break. I don't know how much time we have left, but let's do some quick news when we come back. And we'll be back. All right, we are back with some news. Uh, the first thing is Parks and Recreation is coming back for one more episode. And I saw this I, just before I we started. Very important oh. question. Is it on NBC and on digital or is it on fucking Peacock or whatever the service is that oh, they launched? Yeah. I read NBC. Okay. Uh, that is going to be on, on, on the proper channel, which means it'll be I'm on good with that. Hulu and yeah. all that. I literally was told this was happening right before this. And then I saw it was on like the topics to talk about i'm so i'm so excited i'm so yeah, excited i'm so excited too it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be very interesting to see um kind of what they do i love that it's scripted and that the writing team's coming back to actually write you know a proper episode 
um it's the whole like uh using zoom and skype to like actually do scripted content is kind of is kind of odd like did you guys watch snl the i didn't end up seeing it no i did they did one tomorrow night too are they good yeah i watched i watched all of it it was it was good but it was like just like we said in the episode it was like they're they all did their own filmed at home content they basically filmed a bunch of stuff on their iphones and just like sent it in (laughs) it's interesting like the second episode i think will be interesting because like they've already kind of done all the like the zoom jokes and everything so it's like what do you do what do you do for the second show now like that will be super interesting to me which is why i'm interested in this too um for the same reason right and that like parks and rec the office are shot in very specific ways right and so i'm curious to see how they kind of make it still feel like that show you know and not be something else yeah yeah it is apparently nbc proper it's uh gonna be on thursday april 30th which is that yeah well yeah okay next week all right soon uh next sometime we never know when we shoot these shoot these record these uh thursday (laughs) april 30th at 8 30 eastern and um it is uh, all benefit for feeding America, and I think they've—if I'm reading this correctly—they've already raised five hundred thousand dollars in donations from so awesome. Subaru and a couple other companies are putting money Sweet. in. So. Yeah, that's wild, and it's going to be cool. I'm wondering if they're going to actually do like a time hop. Like, where are? Well, I guess it's supposed to be the characters. It's they're they already time hopped. So yeah, like, it's, it's, it's them now. Yeah, that's so exciting. Can't wait to see what everyone's doing. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, next little quick one on my list is uh, San Diego Comic-Con is officially canceled. That is not a yeah. surprise to anyone. Everything is canceled this year. It's just Comic-Con waited till the very last <laughs> second. They're like, are you sure we have to cancel this? And everyone's like, please, Comic-Con, cancel your stuff. I mean, I feel like to give them any credit, I feel like there's no way you take a machine that pumps, you know, tens of millions of dollars into San Diego and like has 200,000 people showing up and who knows how many thousands of volunteers and everything else. There's no way that they like in a week or two are like, well, I guess we'll cancel in July. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> give them any true. credit. Like I can understand it taking a little bit of time. And for them really, you know, the moment hotels didn't go up during packs, I was like, Oh word, <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> like mm-hmm. right. hotels go up in like February, March, almost always. And they didn't go up at all. Then they kept not going up and they kept not going up. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is, they're not going to do it. They're just trying to figure out how, like, how this turns off. Like, how do you not do it, essentially? I mean, I heard, you know, uh, South by Southwest got canceled last minute. I heard that they had no insurance coverage for this kind of event. Like, some of these things are taking Hmm. giant, 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 giant hits. So, uh, It's it's crazy. But yeah, officially canceled. And then essentially just, they called it postponed, but essentially just not happening until 2021. Yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed that it happens in 2021. I mean, I mean, conventions are just going to be different, right? Like, yeah, until there's until we have like shots and you know vaccines and stuff for this stuff. Like, I don't know how you pack fifty thousand people into a place and go like, all right, everybody stay a little bit away from each other. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's 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 a whole new ball game. Um, Last thing is that 
Lego had a contract with WB for licensing for some of their stuff. And I thought this is interesting because of uh, the amount of Legos I've been playing with lately. But uh, <laughs> Lego has uh, ended its contract with WB and has now joined with Universal. Interesting. Uh, and so we're going to have five years of Lego and Universal property. So we'll get those Fast and Furious Legos <laughs> we've yeah. been waiting for. It was Lego <laughs> Wolf. We're going to end up with like trolls Legos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so many Transformers Legos. Yeah, they oh, tried God. really hard to launch their classic monster movies. Now they're going to do it in Lego Farm. Yeah, oh. Lego Frankenstein, I Lego Mummy. Actually, they might be good. Like that might be great. I would watch. Yeah. The, yeah. I would watch that. We can. What happens get... to Lego Batman though? That was a giant moneymaker. I know. Them. Yeah, a lot of that WB but, stuff was, yeah. was pretty huge. But now we'll get Lego Back to the Future finally. Oh. Ooh, no, yeah. yeah, we'll get that DeLorean. We've been waiting for. And they're uh, doing um, they're doing Mario Legos as well. I like that, that was the, oh, yeah, yeah. the new thing, yeah. 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 Wix, uh, Nintendo and you know, oh no, that yeah. is all weird connected because Universal Studios is making their Legoland part of yeah. the park. Mm-hmm. Or Legoland. Oh my god, I uh, can't Mario. talk either. Nintendo. Mario, Nintendo thank you. Land, their Nintendo yeah. Land part of the park. That's cool. Um, can't wait to see what kind of Lego stuff they try and shove into Universal Studios Hollywood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there already is Harry Potter Legos though, right? Yeah. yeah. That's well, weird. so I, I think this is for media licensing, right? Like yeah. movies and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Because like so. they already do Marvel Lego, like the Lego toy does Marvel Lego toys and like they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not WB only. Yeah. I think it might be just for media. I think it's just media probably. Uh, Matt, what news stuff do you have this week? Um, so this got announced and there's literally no details, so this will be very quick, but the, one of the co-creators of Russian Doll, which was a fantastic, ooh. fantastic series on Netflix. Who? Is that what you said? No, 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 or, I said, or, ooh, like, ooh, so good. Yeah. I, I loved that show. Uh, not, not Natasha, um. Leon. Oh, God. Yeah, not Natasha Leon, but the other co-creator of Russian Doll is, uh, signed on to make a series for Disney plus about star Wars. So they're doing some more diverse showrunners, which might be good. Who knows? There's no details as to what the series will be or who it's about. Just that they have picked up somebody and they're doing another star Wars series, which I guess should surprise no one. Um, (laughs) They're like, here's our, here's our giant multi-billion dollar making machine. And we're going to not make any more shows for it. Um, (laughs) And then I don't know if you guys watch Westworld. No. Um, yeah, I, I'm not caught up all the way on this season. I think I watched the pilot, uh, not the pilot, but the first episode of this first season. Episode. But I'm I've I've finished first freaking, two seasons. I love Westworld. I don't know why. Like, it's it great. really like no, it's, great. it's clicking in a genre way with me that I just I really truly love it. It's very fun to watch. I don't get too sucked into like the puzzly. I mean, I do like I like talking with Melissa about like who's who and what's going on in the show and stuff. But uh, I don't get. I try not to rabbit hole it too much because they try to not lost it but they kind of do like puzzles within puzzles in the show but uh it got renewed for a fourth season what's mind-blowing for me about this is that i every season i'm like what the hell are they gonna do they literally basically destroy worlds at the end of every season like each season ends and just something absolutely destruction of like all things that were going on in the in the season is just everything's just changed and different and then they managed to come back and make another super interesting like enriching or enriching engrossing uh yeah another season so like uh so far this season i've i've really enjoyed it it's very weird they've left the park and they're all in the real world at this point and uh you kind of don't know who's who or what's going on in a lot of ways and um 
I'm excited to see it come back for a fourth. I don't know what it'll be about, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's it, it. Scott, I think you would absolutely love it. It's all about AI yeah, and, and insane mm-hmm. robots, and uh, I think HBO is free right now too for a little while. So I don't know if Westworld was part of that deal, but certain things are. Yeah, uh, yeah, things. it was certain pieces of HBO. It'd be in your like Hulu account if you wanted to watch oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, right. But yeah, it it is fantastic, and uh, it's very interesting to see how the characters change throughout the different seasons and. There's a like like Matt said, it's like a, a lot of uh, hidden puzzles and, and secrets within secrets, but it's also yeah. really well acted and beautifully shot. Like yeah. uh, you know, just just watch if if nothing else, get just watch the pilot episode and you'll be like, Wow, this is uh yeah. really gorgeous, gorgeous series. It really cool. is like it it like in a tiny way fills that that Game of Thrones like just giant epic sweeping show gap. Like in a little tiny sliver of a way it's not game of thrones scale but it's it's just done really well and uh has some really great moments so definitely recommend it but i'm super excited it's coming back for a fourth season that's neat day what do you got uh not much and i haven't even looked into this but everyone keep talking about the nvidia rtx voice thing you guys probably know way more about it than i do i don't know way more about anything about it i did watch the (laughs) clip of it uh, working, which is crazy. So it's basically a an AI that detects noise uh, when you're recording or streaming, and absolutely eliminates it. So the clip I saw was a gentleman oh. talking into his microphone while he was literally slamming a hammer on the table next to him and had a fan like twelve inches from his microphone, and you could not hear the hammer or the fan. Wow. It okay. Was, yeah. It, it was crazy. I don't. Do, do you understand how it works? At all? No, no. And I was reading something about like how to get it if you don't have, I don't know. It, there's some way to maybe download it and ha- or have it if you don't have the right things. Listen, well, I know the very basics about this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I can't, I can't talk about this specifically, but I would say that most companies have moved their like AI and machine learning stuff off to GPUs at this point. And NVIDIA's, large in that space obviously <laughs> and, and uh and the way i would imagine that works is that like weirdly uh speech libraries for machine learning are like some of the biggest libraries we have compiled so i'm sure they're just running things to like they're just trying to find voice in the audio and then suppressing it out with probably cancellation i bet at the end of the day which is crazy it's i'm not cool. i'm saying this very matter of fact as if it's something normal it's insane that it's happening <laughs> especially in real time uh, but, but if there was to be a company that would be able to pull it off, I'd feel like Nvidia would be at sure. the top of that. That's it's super cool. cool. It is. I wonder cool. when they're going to come out and admit that they're now recording your stuff and sending it off to servers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the other one. Yeah, I, I yeah. basically just like wrote it down to like look into more. That's yeah. That like I haven't really checked it out. But the only other piece of news I have is that um, Elijah Wood visited someone's Animal yeah. Crossing I- <laughs> island. Because they had good, good turnip prices, so you know, she literally like together. tweeted. She literally tweeted like, "Oh, turnips are two hundred fifty bucks or whatever bells at, at my island." And he DM'd her on Twitter yep. and was like, "Can I come?" And she was like, like "Sure." Yeah. And he like hung out and there's pictures of him just hanging out on her island. And he's like, "You have a nice island." <laughs> it's so oh, everybody's playing this game right. I, we we walked past our neighbors who are across the street neighbors who have a couple little kids. 
and ended up having like an Animal Crossing conversation with them for like 20 minutes from the street, you know, because we can't go hang out with them. <laughs> like, what are you guys? What are you guys growing right now? It's like, <laughs> how are your turnip prices? It's so oh. it's it's fun. It's a it's a good time for this game to exist <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was getting a lot of reading done before it came out, but rip. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I think we did it, guys. We made it to the end of uh, episode 353. Day, totally. day. thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us in, in Prompto. This is like, I think, your fourth or fifth time on, so thanks for coming and hanging out. Yay, well, thanks for coming. And uh, before we say our stuff, day, where can people find you all over the internet? Sure thing. Um, you can keep the conversation going with me at Dabraham underscore Lincoln on both Twitch and Instagram, and then at Diane Hutton on Twitter. Awesome. Awesome. And you oh, can... and the podcast is Gaming N as in Nancy Gabbing on all social medias. Yeah, definitely yes. check out their show. It's super fun. And it's, uh, it's a good... It's it's super funny and and lighthearted and I uh, I highly recommend it if you're looking for a new gaming show. Um, but not if you want facts. We don't have facts. <laughs> we definitely we just have don't. strong opinions. <laughs> we don't have facts either. Don't, don't worry about that. Uh, you guys can find us on the internet. We are uh, nerd appropriate everywhere. Of course, we are nerd appropriate on Twitter. And we, uh, if you want to talk to us directly, that's nerds at nerdappropriate.com. And uh, we will be back next week with an all new episode. See you guys later. Good night. Stop recording. (laughs) I'm going to wait for it to actually hit one hour and 30 minutes, which is five seconds from now. Five, (laughs) four, three, two, one. Yay. Okay. (laughs)